How do we meet the spiritual needs of our families, of our children? What does ministry look like now? These are just new dynamics uh, for us that we're trying to navigate through. Hello, and welcome to another of this uh, six-part weekly podcast series on COVID-19 and uh, and the church and outreach. I'm Walt Bennett. I'm the president of Organic Outreach International. And uh, today I have the pleasure of joining with and welcoming as a guest. Uh, you've heard him in one of our other podcasts, practitioner podcasts before, but I have Pastor Jason McEachran from Faith Nazarene Church in Clovis, California. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing well, uh, Walt. Thank you very much for having me on with you today. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love uh, anytime we can connect. I love hearing what's happening with uh, with Faith Naz. Uh, but I'm going to start today and just in the midst of all the craziness and things changing on a daily basis. How are you and your family doing? We're thanks for asking. Uh, we're hanging in there. Uh, we're trying to adjust like everybody else. Uh, as you know. Um, uh, my wife and I have uh, two sons. They're both teenagers. One of them is a senior in high school. And yeah. so we're kind of dealing with how do you go through COVID and have a senior in high school with graduations that are on pause? And what does education look like? My wife has asthma, so she was sent home from work and is now telecommuting. Mm-hmm. And so this gives a completely different paradigm to what we ever could even begin to imagine even as uh, as late as uh, January, February. Yeah, yeah. It's in, you know, I'm much in the same boat. I've got three high schoolers at home. One a senior, going to be missing. You know, she's starting now the grieving process of all the things she's not going to experience. Um, and yeah, you know, we're going to do our best to replicate as much as we can um, the graduation and things like that. But uh, I don't think she'll go for prom in the living room. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, dealing with uh, prom issues and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, social distancing. Uh, when you're a teenager, it's, yeah. uh, how do you how do you share the importance of that without causing fear and harm, but responding in faith? And yeah. so we're just like everybody else, dealing with very real life uh, situations in an unprecedented time. So shifting a little bit uh, in terms of the audience we're talking about, uh, what are the biggest concerns that you're hearing from members of your church? Uh, The biggest concerns that we're hearing about members of our church is um, that uh, they're afraid the church is closed. Yeah. That uh, they are alone. That uh, they're scared about the next time we're ever going to be able to be together. Uh, Mm Yeah. How, what about their health? Uh, are just like at most churches in, in North America, we have a, a, a good percentage of those that fall within that, uh, the definitions uh, the CDC set forth that uh, should take precaution during this time. Yeah, the high risk. Yeah. And the high risk. So, so, what do we, you know, are the, those that are in high risk have, have some major concerns? Uh, we have concerns is, you know, how do we uh, meet the uh, spiritual needs of our families, of our children? Uh, what does ministry look like now? How do we have board meetings? Uh, yeah, the, these are just the new dynamics uh, for us that we're trying to navigate through. 
Yeah, I'm sure those concerns will continue to evolve. As uh, as I mentioned earlier, the situation seems to be changing on a nearly daily basis, particularly the economic side of things. Absolutely. And that's another thing that um, uh, our, our church members are concerned about their financial stability. They're concerned yeah. about their rent. They're concerned about food on the table. Uh, the, these daily items that we didn't take for granted before are quickly becoming an opportunity for us to to reveal that we have a God that will meet our needs and we have a community, a church in which uh, we meet those needs together. Yeah. So if you manage to allay a lot of those concerns they have as far as the connection of the church and doing online services and, and reaching out to your members and uh, absolutely. Uh, right from the get-go, we did a couple of, of things that we were trying to be proactive. Uh, we, we have uh, Now we have compassion teams, and those are uh, groups of two to four individuals, and we have a number of those teams that uh, can be designated to go and run errands for those that should be sheltering in place and shouldn't be in community. In uh, the Fresno area, where Clovis is located, uh, COVID-19 is in the community, so it's community spread. Uh, We're trying to minimize uh, any uh, spread uh, within those in uh, the high risk, especially. And so we've developed those teams, as well as we took the whole membership and we broke it up and distributed it through ministries and our life groups. And so every single person in our church is receiving texts and phone calls multiple times a week those are then reported back into the church office so we can meet the need, the very real current needs of those in our congregation, um, as well as inspire uh, community And uh, as we get through this together. Yeah. Now, now as we know, as, as practitioners of organic outreach, um, we know that these are exactly the kind of uh, of distractions, and, and not that they're bad. I mean, they're good things to be doing. Uh, but it takes a lot of effort and, and energy to shift gears and a lot of attention and focus. Um, and typically the thing that falls off the edge of the table is outreach. Uh, so what are, you, what are you specifically doing as the lead pastor of Faith Naz? What are you doing to, to try to make sure that, that we don't lose sight of outreach, that people are still focusing on it and continuing to, to have that as a part of their natural routine? That's a great question, Walt. And uh, it's one that uh, the parameters of organic outreach address themselves intrinsically. And what I mean by that is that uh, this is a time where organic outreach is maintained and that it is a um, it is the operating system in which the church maintains and still operates. So anything we do, whether it's COVID or not COVID, or as my wife likes to say now is BC before COVID, <laughs> And is that all the ministries are still operated through organic outreach. And we had a wonderful health check of how deep uh, organic outreach is part of our new DNA and the culture of our church. Because the church board, when we had our church board meeting, as so many uh, pastors and church boards met together to address you know, the, the local church's response to COVID-19, how are we going to maintain an outreach component in our community to be there for our community, share the gospel, and continue to build relationships with those in our community. That was a primary concern of our church board. 
Mm, that's great. That's that's wonderful to hear. So so as you've approached um, the different things that are happening and different ways we have to operate, have you had a chance to see any new opportunities for outreach today that that weren't there at least to the extent they are now before uh, BC before COVID? Uh, we do. Uh, we have we have a couple of them. Uh, one of them. Uh, besides the live streaming and everything that we're do- we have for that, is that uh, uh, as, as I shared the last time that we were talking, is that uh, we have this um, that God has put it on our hearts to to really make an impact into our seniors. Well, we all know that senior living facilities are on complete shutdown and isolation, and right. so uh, the church worked with uh, our children's department and all the kids in our church began to write letters and cards to those um, seniors that are sheltering in place. I got a chance to deliver them, and it was a a tearful moment of just humble joy as the worker wouldn't allow me in for obvious reasons, but knew our church and said, oh, Pastor Jason, hey, you're from Faith Community. I said, yeah. And uh, and I shared with them that this this handful of over 100 cards um, to pass out to the residents, the the worker began to tear up and say how desperately hungry they are for, um, for connection. And yeah. the kids were going to go ahead and inspire these seniors to get through, through the love of God. That's great. What a, what a great example and, and getting the kids involved. Um, I, I love that. Uh, so <clears throat> one last area I want to take a look at what, what have you learned um, in terms of, you know, just the general operation of your church uh, that you're having to do differently in order to continue functioning that as you look at it, you think might be something you want to continue even as uh, we get PC, past COVID. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one of them is online streaming. We didn't do online. We recorded our sermons and posted them, but we didn't do live streaming on a regular basis. We're going to continue with that as well as uh, we're going to be hosting virtual life groups ongoing, as well as online Bible studies that will be not just online, but we'll have in person and online. And mm-hmm. and we're finding um, a lot of desire to be a part of Bible studies, but people may not have the opportunity because of work or whatever or responsibility. They have kids; they can't find uh, care to. Uh, attend a Bible study, but we've seen an increase in discipleship by the use of an online setting. So we're going to be continuing that and partnering up uh, post-COVID, PC, uh, yeah. in, uh, when we get back in person. That's great. And, you know, the, the challenge is always that um, change, even though we want it to happen, uh, is incredibly hard to do because people like being in a routine and they like how things are going. They don't like change because it's painful. And uh, sometimes it takes a situation like this that brings great pain and causes us, you know, we have no choice. We have to adapt um, to come up with some wonderful new opportunities for us. Not not only for, as you pointed out, uh, you know, new outreach opportunities, but opportunities to, to serve within the church as well. So terrific. Well, Jason, I, I, as always, appreciate the time that you've given to us um, and some of the insights that you've shared. And it's great to catch up and hear some of the things that are happening at Faith Nazarene Church. Um, we are praying for you guys um, and uh, hope that everything continues to go well and you can come out of this stronger than before. <laughs> thank you, Walt. Um, we're praying for you as well. And God bless you. And thank you very much for just 
for leading organic outreach is making a tremendous impact in our uh, community. Hey, there's one last thing I'd just like to share with you. Yeah. That uh, due to organic outreach and the partnership that we have with our local school, uh, we have partnered with the PTC and um, in the utilization of helping them in any way to get through this to reach uh, the kids. And that um, as this continues through the rest of our school year, we may be able to open our campus up as long as it abides by CDC regulations to offer um, an extra space for tutoring to happen for teachers um, from our local school to help those students uh, that are struggling in our community. Wow, that's excellent. And that sounds like another great uh, possibility to continue PC even. Absolutely, um, it is. Have a tutoring center set up. That's that's terrific. Well, thank you, uh, our guests uh, or our listeners, for joining us for this episode. If uh, this is the first of the episodes you've heard, I encourage you to go on our website and take a look. Um, We are doing a total of six on this series, and uh, hopefully it will provide some great ideas for you in this time of, of dark distractions to find ways to continue to focus on outreach within your community and within your church. Uh, Until next time, this is Walt Bennett, president of Organic Outreach International, saying God bless. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Organic Outreach International's short podcast series on maintaining your outreach focus in the midst of dark distractions. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, I encourage you uh, to take a, a look at what we have online. It's a series of six different episodes talking with pastors about how they're dealing with maintaining a focus on outreach in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Until next time, this is Walt Bennett with Organic Outreach International. Thank you.